You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Hey, it's Mark K. from The Mark K. Show. You hear me every day at 11 a.m. on News 104.5 WOKV. First of all, thanks for listening to The Mark K. Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, please subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes or Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. A new breed of talk. You can't stop Donald Trump by yelling and screaming. His voice is your voice. Cindy from Jacksonville. Good morning, and thanks for calling the Mark K Show. David joins us from Ponte Vedra. Claudia in St. Augustine. This is the Mark K Show. Donald Trump just pardoned a champion boxer who died almost 75 years ago. Here he is in the Oval Office with the presidential pardon, and wait a minute, is that Sylvester Stallone? Rumor has it Jack Johnson was the original inspiration for Rocky's foe-turned-friend, Apollo Creed. Rocky himself personally petitioned the president to pardon the boxer, who was arrested in 1913 after he took his girlfriend across state lines. He was black, she was white, that was against the law. Sly Stallone marked the celebration on his Instagram when he wrote, Thank you one and all, justice has been done, keep punching, Adrian! He didn't actually, he didn't actually say the Adrian part. Donald Trump wasn't the first president asked to pardon Jack Johnson. A bipartisan resolution was voted on and presented to former President Barack Obama, but he never pardoned the boxer. He was always more of a golf fan. Yeah. Anyway, th- <laughs> there you go. Three four zero one zero four five. This is the Marquesha. My name's Marquesha. That's a uh, that's a clip from a video I put on my Facebook page. It's only a minute long because a lot of people just can't stomach sixty minutes of the show. So we've cut it into sixty second uh, snippets. And if that's all you can handle, well, hey, it's uh, right there, conveniently able for you to consume on Facebook. But man, we have first of all great news. It's Friday today. It's Friday. Not only that, but it's Friday of a long weekend because it's Memorial Day. And on Memorial Day, we stop and we pause and we uh, we remember those brave men and women who died fighting for our freedom and making sure that this is the America that we know, uh, the America that we want, and the America where we are free to vote for whomever we want and say whatever we want and think and feel and yell about whatever we want and wear whatever we want and pardon whomever we want. Uh, should it be a, uh, a dead black boxer who was thrown in prison because he dated a white woman and drove her across the state. You know that, and that's the thing about Donald Trump. Man, I'll tell you, when I hear that story about Donald Trump uh, pardoning a guy who's been dead for seventy-five years, you know, there's no benefit, there's no political benefit to it. You know, the, the only thing he's doing is clearing the guy's name, clearing his memory, making it better for his family. You know, he had he had some of the uh, the relatives. I think it was a niece or a great niece or something of the boxer of Jack Johnson there in the Oval Office, along with some other friends and family members. Sly Stallone was there. Uh, you know, and and this guy who was wrongfully accused because you know back then they were using they were using a, a trafficking law to keep black men and white women apart. And Donald Trump recognizes that and he pardons the guy. And I'll tell you, man, if that doesn't sound like the most racist president ever in history. You, I mean, I don't know who is. I just don't. And clearly, clearly everyone who, who points to Republicans and Donald Trump particularly and says, you know, racist, horrible person. Clearly, they're right on the uh, they're right on they're right on the money with that one. Hey, uh, I should remind you at this point, by the way, before we go on, that every 15 minutes throughout the weekend, you're going to get an update on weather every 15 minutes. 
If you turn on the radio and you hear Mike Burr say, I'm Mike Burr, that's your forecast, don't worry. 15 minutes later, you will hear it again because we now have a subtropical uh, depression, which is, you know, which is like it's like a regular depression, only a little lower under the ground. And uh, and we'll be keeping you posted on. Apparently, it's, it's going to be rainy and windy. There's going to be swells and there's going to be uh, what's the other thing Rich Jones told me not to forget. I forget. Uh, oh, rip currents. That's what it was. <laughs> rip I should write. He talks, and I, I try to remember. I should really take notes, but I don't. But there's going to be rip currents, swells, gusts of wind, and rain uh, Sunday and into Monday for you. That's your Memorial Day forecast. And like I said, you'll hear it again every 15 minutes. So do not fret. All right. Uh, I want to talk a little bit. I, I, there's so much again to talk about. Donald Trump yesterday called off. The summit with Kim Jong-un. And right after the show, we went to a live press conference where he described why. Then Kim Jong-un and North Korea were all like, whoa, wait a minute. Hold on. We kind of still want to do this thing. And, the uh, and you know, I don't know if it was a, a tactic by Donald Trump to get them to fall in line. But if it was, it worked because now Donald Trump's saying this thing may actually happen. On June 12th, this this Singapore summit may actually happen. I may sit down with Kim Jong Un if they can get their ducks in a row and, uh, you know, and, and have their have their leaders stop attacking us and threatening us and and declaring that America is evil and will be destroyed. <laughs> um, and it's, so, we're, you know, what? it's like um, it's, you know, it's an up and down, uh, you know, philosophy or it's an up and down process. And the thing that I you know, the thing that I just can't stand, of course, is all the criticism because I'm a genuinely positive person. I'd li- I tend to be optimistic. I like to look for the good in everything. And I tend to think that when you when you have a president who, first of all, comes out and says, hey, we're going to have this summit. It's going to happen. It's going to be a huge deal. It's going to be awesome. And we're going to denuclearize the Korean Peninsula and we're all going to live happily ever after. Everyone gets really excited. Then you reach a hiccup and you have to pull out, which it turns out was the right call. Because they were still using inflammatory language and they were still uh, coming to the table with negative attitudes and they were saying we have no intention of denuclearizing. In fact, we want to uh, continue to test and we want to continue to put the entire world really uh, in grave uh, in nuclear harm. So then we said, all right, well, then screw it. We're not going to have a son. That's not part of the deal. We're going to why would I go to Singapore? I'll just stay here in Washington, D.C. or better yet, go to Mar-a-Lago. Then when Korea realizes that Donald Trump I mean, doesn't mess around, you know, he'll call your bluff. He's like, all right, fine. You know, he's the, the world's best poker player. Uh, then they're like, wait a minute, hold on, hold the phone. Let's not fold the hand yet. Let's continue to play this out because uh, because I think we could get something going on. So now, you know, and that's the way that's the new way of diplomacy. Everywhere I turn, I hear all these people and they're all saying they're all saying, oh, Donald Trump does not understand diplomacy. Donald Trump does not get it. He's he thinks he can just waltz right in there and denuclearize Korea and and put into a conflict that is centuries old. You know, but there's this there's this quote by George Bernard Shaw, and it's the reasonable man adapts himself to the world. The unreasonable man persists in trying to adapt the world to himself. Therefore, all progress depends on the unreasonable man. And how many times have we heard Donald Trump called unreasonable, unpresidential, a loose cannon? Because Donald Trump is trying to to progress the world to a better place, and he's trying to do it fast, quickly. He understands that there's eight years in this job, and anything you don't get accomplished in eight years, you don't get accomplished ever. He is the unreasonable man. 
who persists in adapting the world to himself. Because if he were just to adapt to the existing world, there'd be no difference in his presidency and Barack Obama's presidency and George Bush's presidency and Bill Clinton's presidency and the other George Bush's presidency before him. In fact, Ronald Reagan was probably the last president who lived by the George Bernard Shaw quote. He was the last unreasonable man who held the office. He didn't just say there's communism in the world. We're just going to sit back and adapt to it. We're going to change the way we do business so that the Iron Curtain can remain steadfastly fallen through Europe, keeping so many people in, in economic ruin and poverty and unhappiness and dismay and, and making you know, stress throughout the entire free world because we never know when nuclear war is going to strike. Ronald Reagan didn't want any of that. He was an unreasonable man. And as a result, the Iron Curtain fell, as did communism, throughout Eastern Europe. Donald Trump is the same way, and he's doing the same thing, only this time he's doing it in North Korea. And that's why typical diplomacy and the way it used to be and, you know, the, the things you should say and do. This letter that he wrote yesterday was ripped apart, ripped apart. He actually said, hey, call or write me. If you change your mind, which is basically how normal people would speak, how normal, unreasonable people would communicate with each other. And it seems to be working because later that day, guess what? <laughs> he got a call from King Jong-un who said, oh, hold on. Wait a minute. I read your letter. We need to talk. 340-1045. Quick break. 340-1045. Uh, we got some of your phone calls and your open mics coming up here in just a minute. And we will keep you posted if this summit does happen. This is the Mark K Show on News 1045 WOKV. We'll be right back. Mark, what's with the meditation music in the back? What are you doing, man? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you not hear the last segment? The unreasonable man persists in trying to adapt the world to himself, not the other way around. I'm sorry that you didn't like my meditation music. I'll get back to the rock music here in just a minute. But that's the that's the whole point of this. Donald Trump is doing to the United States of America and the world what we are attempting to do here uh, with this show. You know, we are not adapting to the norms and standards of regular talk radio. We are we are adapting talk radio to our own norms and standards. And if that means playing music in the background, that may be uh, that may be different or scary. If it means playing games when we should be giving you news and information, when it uh, if it means, you know, uh, making off color jokes that may be offensive to some people. So be it. We are prepared to do all of that and and insist on trying to do that every single day. Uh the other thing Oh, that that's not the music I would play. Uh and the other thing is, you know, they always say talk show hosts need to be knowledgeable and learn stuff and know things about, you know, the world and politics and whatnot. And I feel like we are just we are flying right in the face of that uh standardization every single day. Every, and our open mic messages and most of my emails and pretty much every meeting I have with management goes to uh, confirm that. So here we are, the Donald Trump of talk radio. Uh, and that's what that's exactly what we're trying to do. Hey, uh, thanks so much for the open mic. Though. If you want to send us an open mic, by all means, you know, not the none of those other shows play open mics. You're not you don't hear open mic messages on those old school talk shows. This is new. This is the new hotness. This is where you get to record whatever you want using the uh, News 1045 WOKV app. You get to send it right here to the studio. 
um, totally unedited. We won't be able to interrupt you at all, and we play it on the air, and it's just a great way for you to get your uh, get your opinions in. Speaking of opinions, man, I want to talk a little bit. There's a lot more Hollywood news coming out, and in fact, uh, Harvey Weinstein was uh, arrested this morning. He turned himself in, and he was he you know I guess they uh, he's already out on bail, a million dollars bail. But yesterday we touched a little bit on the Morgan Freeman thing, and Morgan Freeman was accused by eight women minimum of being inappropriate and saying inappropriate things and asking if they were wearing underwear and giving them, you know, back rubs, which is always a big, the unwanted back rub is a big, it's like, you you can't do that anymore at all, which I don't know, like if anyone wanted to walk up to me, I don't care who you are, started giving me a back rub. I, w- I mean, I would not, not complain at all to CNN or any other news outlet. I'd be all about that. Uh, but, you know, but these are the things that are happening. And Morgan Freeman yesterday came out. He had to apologize. And one of the things that and this is something I never understand. And if someone can explain this to me, you know, explain this to me. Let me know why this happens. Morgan Freeman is 80. He's been an actor since he was like 20, 25, maybe like 60 years. This guy's been acting. He started on the Electric Company. He's an Academy Award winner. He's like a five-time Academy Award nominee. He's done voiceovers. He's done this. He drove Miss Daisy. He, you know, it was with Jack Nicholson drinking coffee made from cat poop. All these great movies that he made. And now, because he did these horrible things and these women are accusing him and he has to come forward and if there's crimes committed, fine, go to jail, go to prison, whatever. But here's the thing. They're thinking of taking away his Screen Actors Guild Lifetime Achievement Award. And I often, because a lot of people do this whenever these these instances come out. I mean, did, did he not still achieve a lot in his lifetime, even though from time to time he was a D-bag? I mean, is that does that discount the achievement in filmmaking? Because he's still a screen actor. He still has been for 60 years. He still won that Academy Award. He still did all those things you said he was great at in his lifetime. Now that we find out on several occasions he was less than cordial to women, made lewd comments, and thought sexually toward some of his coworkers and underlings, now all of a sudden he's no longer a great screen actor and his whole lifetime of work is, has been diminished? I don't understand that. Explain that to me. 340-1045. Your phone calls, your open mics coming up. This is the Mark K Show on News 1045 WOKV. Yeah, that's right. Hey, thanks so much for joining me. 340-1045. Uh, there's, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of stories out of Hollywood today. Of course, Harvey Weinstein, well, he's in New York, but yeah, he was arrested. He was handcuffed. He was already, uh, taken to, um, taken to court and he's out on bail. So that was, that was quick. Uh, but then Morgan Freeman, this Morgan Freeman story just kind of broke yesterday as we were wrapping up the show and we had a woman call in and she said, you know, hey, when is it that, uh, women are going to be held accountable and why is, you know, why are we bringing down all these Hollywood legends and James Kahn, I don't even know James Scott. He was in the he was in a ton of movies. Godfather, Misery, tons of great movies. Uh, they caught up to him in a car because you know he's the same age as Morgan Freeman. He was an elf. A lot of people know him as the dad in Elf. That's James Caan. And, you know, he's worked with Morgan Freeman for years. He's been in Hollywood for years. And he said, so, you know, he basically chalked it up to God made men and women attracted to each other. And now it's becoming illegal to flirt. We're becoming a very strange place. Yeah, Morgan's a great guy. We all you know, know, I mean, that's I think that's why God made men and women so they could be attracted to each other. Yeah, he's talking to TMZ. He's talking to TMZ. They're giving them a little biology lesson. God made men and women. They're attracted to each other. And that's the deal. And should one, uh, either the man or the woman, act, I guess, in a in a way that is not, uh, you know, 
I don't even know what to say. But in a way that is basically, uh, you know, debaggery, then uh, and all of a sudden he becomes public enemy number one. And his awards are then taken away from him. What's happening with Morgan Freeman is his Screen Actors Guild Award for Lifetime Achievement is now being reviewed. Which, I'm going to be honest with you, I don't win a lot of awards. But I don't think that after I've won one, I would ever let anyone take one back. Nor do I mean, not that I've done anything. I don't think that would honor that would that would that would require that. But it seems to me like if you win an award, how can they take that award back from you? You know, like if you if you win the Super Bowl, can they take the can they take the points away later? If you run a race and you run faster than anyone else, how can they explain? Oh, you know what? Now that we found out you're a horrible person, you no longer ran the race that quickly. Well, as a matter of fact, you sure did. You know, if Morgan Freeman was the best actor one year, but the worst person, does that still mean that he wasn't the best actor? I mean, the Lifetime Achievement Award for the Screen Actors Guild, I believe, is for acting on the screen, not acting off the screen. Okay, acting off the screen, he acted like a horny teenager. But on the screen, he was really convincing and really good, and we gave him this award. And, well, you know what? Maybe that's our fault. Maybe that's our fault because we judged him based on his his career and not his 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 you know personal performance uh, with sexy women that worked for him um, in the dressing room backstage. I, mean, I don't even know the particulars of what happened. I just think it's odd that people are now I mean, they're, they're just basically reneging these awards after it comes out that somebody wasn't perfect. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I thought that's what actors were, just imperfect people. I thought they were all horrible. The ones I've met have all been awful. 340-1045. If we didn't give awards to uh, to actors unless they were perfect, there'd be no awards to give out. Rich in Middleburg, thanks for calling the Mark K Show. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing well. Thanks for taking my call, Mark. And oh, good. all you do, uh, I like the way you expose these things. Um, but I wanted to talk about how um, these women are coming out and accusing these people of doing wrong things and taking advantage of their position. They opted to go ahead and do whatever was asked. So they could further their position. Are they willing to sacrifice their gains by taking this guy down? Well, a lot of people would say that women are doing that because now their jobs are in jeopardy and they're they're you know, they've broken their silence and no one will hire them. And they they're feared to be whistleblowers. Of course, I think a lot of them are after some money and some financial gain and that kind of thing. But uh, I mean, look, the, the, the fact of the matter is this is this is going to continue. You're going to have more and more actors as long as as long as reputations are ruined. Eventually, what's going to happen is the tide's going to turn. Eventually, there's going to be it's going to be old news. Basically, it's not going to be salacious anymore. It's going to be just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's a good actor and we need some good actors and everyone else has been their lives have already been ruined. So let's move on. And and, and the tides are going to turn the other way because we're just going to get sick of this topic. Case in point, Ryan Seacrest, Ryan Seacrest. I don't know what happened to his accuser, but she just disappeared. I don't know if he had her taken care of, Hillary Clinton style. I don't know if she was secretly paid off. But this woman came out and, and publicly accused Ryan Seacrest from American Idol and from, you know, the basically that's he's on with Kelly Ripa now. But she said I was his stylist. I was in charge of dressing him. She outlined in I want to say it was Variety or Hollywood Reporter or one of those magazines really, you know, disgusting things that he did and said to her. He when she was tying his shoes because she was his dresser, basically, when she was tying his shoes. Uh, yeah, she was having issues. He would like push her face into his private area and make lewd comments. And, you know, it was, the things that she outlined were were worse than a lot of guys, in my personal opinion, 
who are getting, you know, raked through the coals and who are having awards taken away from them and who are losing their sponsorships and who are losing jobs and credibility as a result of it. And all of a sudden, this woman's gone. And Ryan Seacrest is still on TV every day. He's still on American Idol. He's still on the red carpet. There was a big thing in there during the uh, Academy Awards. Will anyone talk to Ryan Seacrest on the red carpet? Because it was during the height, the height of this whole controversy. And pretty much everybody stopped and talked to Ryan Seacrest on the red carpet. A couple people had some offhanded jabs at him. But in the end, nothing really happened with the guy. And it could be that this is the turning point. It could be that everyone's so sick of it that there's really, you know, it, it, it seems like it's almost the, the boy who cried wolf. At some point, you just become immune to it. And, and that's the danger that you run into with case after case after case. Uh, you know, the thing about awards, though, is what good is an award if it can be taken back? What good is an award? If you start taking back awards from people or accolades, then they really have no meaning in the first place. If you say you are, you have you have succeeded in a lifetime of achievement on the screen. You have done more than most actors could ever dream of. Your life as a as a screen actor is is legendary and incomparable because you made all these movies. You made all this money. You did all these things right. And now, because we find out you asked a woman, was she wearing underwear and tried to look under her skirt? We're going to wipe away that award. Well, the award is the thing that becomes worthless, not the career. Again, I don't win a lot of awards. But if somebody tried to take one away from me, I would think, well, then clearly this award had no meaning to begin with. Hey, thanks so much for the call. 340-1045. Lloyd in St. Augustine. How are you, Lloyd? I'm doing well. You say you don't win a lot of awards. Maybe there's one you don't really want. Which one is that? The person of the year with Time was it Time Magazine? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty sure that I'm low on their radar. Right, but the thing is, look at some of the people that have won the, the award in the past. Atrocities they've committed. Yeah, they've, absolutely. Uh, uh, there's there's numerous counts of people that were that had in, that uh, were guilty of killing people. In the thousands or hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah. No, and that, and to me, that's less, thanks so much for calling. That's less an award as much as it is just a, I mean, that's just like a, like a benchmark for Time Magazine. It's like their thing. Every year they pick the person of the year and they make a big deal about how it's, it's somebody who changes and influences our lives and it doesn't have to be necessarily for the better. Uh, that's how they always, they always preface it that way, especially when they pick somebody like Donald Trump. Uh, but you know, but like a real award, a statue, a gold plaque, a medal, a medallion, a crystal award, something that proves that you've done something, that you've won something, that you're the best of the best. I'm not, I'm not talking about naming a building after somebody. Bill Cosby had all these buildings named after him and now they've taken the name off the building. That's fine. A building's not an award. A building just proves that you gave a lot of money to somebody. All right. That's then you're totally different, but uh, but you know taking these awards away is it's just a ridiculous way to punish somebody. Danny, thanks for calling the Marque Show. How are you? Great. How are you? Hey, great. What do you want to say? Well, I just want to say that uh, you know I was uh, I was taught about you know all these actors uh, are acting so shocked and everything. I, I really believe you know the whole Hollywood community, if you will. Uh, has, has been well aware of this stuff all along. I mean, they, they knew about Weinstein and all that stuff before. Uh, 
But now that it's out in the open, it's more fashionable to be shocked. What? Come on. What are you? What are you saying? That Hollywood was covering all this up, and then when the rest of us found out about it, they threw their own people under the bus. What are you saying? That we can't trust Hollywood? <gasps> Shocking. Three four zero one zero four five. Listen, we are going to try something brand new today. It's called the Weekend Review Spelling Bee. If you would like to play, we have some prize. Maybe we'll give away some of these awards in here. Because obviously they're worthless. 340-1045. We need two contestants. 340-1045. Uh, we'll play the Weekend Review Spelling Bee next on the Marque Show on News 1045 WOKV. This is the Marque Show, 340-1045. We're going to try something brand new today. Uh, it's called the Weekend Review Spelling Bee. Here's how this game works. Uh, we're basically going to give you a question. You have to spell the answer. So not only do you have to know how to spell stuff, you have to have been paying attention all week long. And, I mean, I haven't even been paying attention to my own show. Hey, uh, our first contestant is Mark. Mark, thanks so much for calling. You ready to play the Weekend Review Spelling Bee? Yes. All right, good. You're going to be playing against Terry. Terry, thank you for calling. Uh, are you guys both clear with the rules? I'm going to give you a question individually. Don't tell me the answer. Spell me the answer. You got it? Yes, sir. Oh, this is going to be exciting. Terry, we're going to start with you because ladies first, okay? Okay. All right, listen up. Here is, wait, where's, I had music for this somewhere. Oh, here it is. There we go. All right, Terry, here's your question. Remember, don't tell me the answer. Spell me the answer. Yesterday, President Trump withdrew from a high-profile summit with this North Korean leader. K-I-M-J-O-N-U-N. I'm sorry, that was very close. Mark, if you can spell it correctly, you get the point. It's K-I-M-J-U-N-U-N. U-N. I'm sorry, that's uh, incorrect. Uh, Terry, you were really close. You forgot the G. It's K-I-M-J-O-N-G-U-N. Uh, Kim Jong-un. Yeah, that's okay, though. That's okay, though. We're just getting warmed up. It's a tough game. We've never done this before. We're all still learning. Mark, are you ready for your first question? Yeah. All right. The summit between Donald Trump and Kim Jong-un was supposed to take place on June 12th in which Asian country? North Korea. I'm sorry. Don't tell me the answer. Spell oh. me the answer. Oh, okay. I would like to change my answer also. Um, S-O-U-T-H-K-O-R-E-A. That is incorrect. Dang it. Terry, you can <laughs> steal the point. The summit was supposed to take place on June 12th in which Asian country? Don't tell me the answer. Spell me the answer. Uh, B-H-I-N-A? China, South Korea, both incorrect. No, it's... Uh, Singapore, which is S-I-N-G-A-P-O-R-E. So, but, but I will say you spelled both your countries properly. So, you know, I'll give you I'll give you a point each for that. All right, Terry, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. This, this is an easy one. I'll get this one. Uh, the Obamas signed a multi-million dollar production deal with which major television production and distribution company this week? N-E-T-S-L-I-X. Is correct. Bravo. Terry takes an early lead, two to one. Mark, are you ready? Yes. This once powerful Hollywood producer turned himself in this morning to face sexual assault charges. It's H-A-R-V-E-Y space W-E-I-N-S-T-E-I-N. That is correct, and I love how you even put the space in there. <laughs> Space Force. Yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, score is tied two to two. Terry, are you ready? Ready. Oh, let me get my music. According to the new NFL national anthem policy, all 
players and personnel who are on the field must stand respectfully for the national anthem. If they don't wish to do so, they can instead stay here. L-O-C-K-E-R-O-O-M. I believe that is incorrect, but so close. Mark, if you can spell it correctly, you get three points and you win. Um, oh, man, uh, I'm going to take a shot in the dark. We'll say the O-F-F-I-C-E. I'm sorry, that's incorrect. The correct answer... The correct answer, that's right, Terry, is yeah. locker room, but you only gave us one R. It is two R's. Oh, I was going to guess that same thing. Oh. I didn't miss the G. I couldn't hear. Oh, darn it. Well enough. Yeah, 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 I get it. No, 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 no. All right, no. listen, the good news is you both tied, which means congratulations. You both get a News 104.5 WOKV travel mug. Congratulations. Excellent. I thank think, you. Oh, you guys did. Thank you guys. You guys did a great job. And I think that was just a, I think that was a fantastic first round of that. Maybe we'll bring that back next week. If and only if there are some very difficult things to spell in the news. So hopefully we'll all pray for that. Hey, speaking of which, uh, the news is coming up as long as well as Rush Limbaugh. And don't forget, we have a subtropical storm forming or that did form. It's called Alberto. And we will be bringing you updates on Alberto every 15 minutes throughout the long weekend. Don't forget to celebrate Memorial Day. We'll be doing that at home with our families. We will be back Tuesday with an all new Mark K show on News 104.5 WOKV. See ya. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks. Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.